Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Happy Friday, everybody. That means it's Brewers Outlet Day. That means it's Stock Up Day. It means get ready for the weekend day. All at Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer in. It's going to be a little chilly this weekend. So venture out, stock up, and then enjoy all the sports or whatever you want to watch on TV this weekend. Enjoy it. Take care of the yard, then come in and have some beverages. You may love wine coolers. Plenty of those. Water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Those bags are right there by the register. And the pickle bar... I know Buner is partial to the garlic, but the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, all together now, yes, you and Turbotville, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're proud to be in the Sunbury Motors studio. Oh, what would perk up the holidays? How about a vehicle? Well, you know how I, well, I always talk about it. I don't care whether it's Purdy Insurance or... Obviously, Brewers Outlet or Sunbury Motors. You know, I like to deal with the best. And the best in the business, Sunbury Motors. Tom and his staff have done an incredible job. He has a great sales staff. They care about you. They care about your budget. They want to put you in the right vehicle that fits your needs. And they have a great product line and a fabulous service department that will be with you every step of the way. It's Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. It may be a Penn State football bye week, but it is not a bye week in high school football. We had our roundtable yesterday, and tonight, here are the games that are on tap. In Class AAA in District 4, it'll be Lewisburg taking on Warrior Run. That will be on 100.9 The Valley tonight. 100.9 The Valley, Lewisburg, and Warrior Run. In Class Quad A in District 4, it's the semifinals tonight. And on Eagle 107, Midwest will take on Sealands Grove this evening. The Seals will be the home team as the number two seed. And again, that's on Eagle 107. Uh, Back to Lewisburg Warrior Run. That's a 7 o'clock kick at a 6.30 airtime on 100.9 The Valley. Midwest and Sealands Grove will be on Eagle 107 at 7 o'clock with a 6 o'clock airtime. And the game you'll hear right here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Shekelemi will take on the number one seed Jersey Shore on the road tonight. 7 o'clock will be the kickoff. And the airtime with Kevin Hur and the Chief Dave Ritchie will be at 6.30. Other games taking place tonight in uh, Class AAA. Tawanda's at Southern Columbia. Uh, that's going to be tomorrow at uh, 7. Also coming up, uh, this in A. North Penn Mansfield will be at Wellsboro Saturday at 7. Lime Mountain and Troy will be Saturday at 7. And then tonight, uh, it was scheduled between Bloomsburg and Mount Carmel, but Bloom forfeited because of the lack of players. 
In single A, South Williamsport's taking on Canton tonight, and Muncie is facing Sarah tonight. Back to AAA, Shimokin and Montoursville will play tonight at Montoursville. Mifflinburg's at Loyal Sock, and Danville will be at Central Columbia to go along with the Lewisburg Warrior Run game. So there's your complete schedule in high school football coming up tonight. It is playoff time. Looking forward to it. So even though Penn State may not be playing football this weekend, there's plenty of great high school football coming up tonight. It's great to see the winds subside. <laughs> That's really good. And uh, a little November nip in the air. That's great. And the Steelers will play Sunday when they take on Indianapolis. That's on 100.9 The Valley. All right. Coming up, we'll take a look at Bucknell basketball, men's and women's basketball. Matt Catrillo sat down with Bucknell men's basketball coach Nathan Davis. And then he also sat down with... One of my all-time favorites, Kelly Mazzani. Kelly Mazzani is one of the all-time greats here at Penn State uh, and is a first-class individual. And you know what? I think she is going to be a head coach someday, and she's a first-class coach. So Matt Catrillo coming up as we continue on this Friday, brought to you by Brewers Outlet on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back on this Friday. A lot of high school football coming up tonight. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels of the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Talked about the high school football coming up tonight. Shikalimi at Jersey Shore here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Beginning at uh, 6.30 this evening, Kevin and the Chief uh, will then have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. On 100.9, the Valley tonight, Lewisburg plays at Warrior Run, 7 o'clock, the kick, 6.30 the airtime there. And... 
6 o'clock the airtime with a 7 o'clock kickoff, Sealands Grove and Midwest at Sealands Grove on Eagle 107. And then speaking of Eagle 107, always Bucknell football. But then Bucknell basketball gets rolling on Tuesday night. And Matt Contrillo had a chance to sit down with the head basketball coach of the Bison, Nathan Davis. Matt, take it away. Thanks, Stephen. Joining me here right now is the head coach of the Bucknell men's basketball team, Nate Davis. Nate, congratulations on hitting another season, and we're ready for another one. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting going. I know our guys are tired of practicing against each other and hearing my voice, so they're looking forward to getting out there and playing some new people. Absolutely, and when you kind of look at the, the preseason standing so far, of course, you guys had the tough end last year at Colgate. You're behind them right now in the preseason as number two. Three starters returning. You lost a couple of key guys, including uh, Kimball McKenzie. So wh- where did you think, any reaction to where you, you thought you were in the preseason ranking so far and that kind of expectations for this year? Well, I think our expectations are always very high here. We expect to compete to win it uh, year in, year out, and I'll see why we can't do that this year. As far as the preseason rankings go, I mean, it's always better to be picked one than not, but we've won it eight of the last nine years, and we picked twice to win it those times. So, like I said, it doesn't really matter. It's about how you perform on the court. I think we've got the ability to, to have a really good team, but we've got a lot of work to do between now and then to, to make it happen. When you look back at some of the teams you've had the last two years, getting to the championship game last year, winning it the year before, you had a lot of guys that you can go to late in the game to make a key shot. Who do you think that guy could be this year? Is somebody maybe standing out to maybe be that guy? Could it maybe it's any of the three starters, or is it maybe somebody else? I think it would be any of a number of guys. I think the strength of this team is that we've got uh, great length, a lot of depth, a lot of versatility, and as long as, as we play unselfish and together, it'll, it'll kind of take care of itself. But you go right down the roster, I think any one of those guys has the opportunity to step up and, and make plays. When you, you mentioned the, the team as a whole and some of the strengths you bring back, what are some things you're getting back with the three starters that are returning this year? Well, I think the first thing, <clears throat> excuse me, the first thing you have is that those guys have played in a lot of meaningful games over their careers. Um, they've been in, in different environments. They played against, they played against Michigan State. They played at Vanderbilt. They played at North Carolina. They played home games in, in, in big situations. So everything that they could possibly see in a, in a game they've seen before. And so that's a great place to start to have guys out there that have been around and know what it takes to, to be successful. And hopefully they can help teach it to the guys coming along. And kind of piggybacking off that, I know this has really been throughout of all Bucknell Athletics across the board where everybody tries to really challenge themselves with non-conference schedules. And you had that again this year, going up to Syracuse this year, going out to Penn State in next month. So um, when you look at the, the way the non-conference schedule kind of sets itself up this year, what are some of these specific challenges for this season? Well, the first thing is just with the way the program is and the history and the tradition and the respect we have is that the, for lack of a better term, the little sisters of the poor aren't going to play us. And so we've got to play good teams, um, which is what you want. I mean, our goal at the end of the day is, and it's the reality, is that we want to play in the NCAA tournament. To play in the NCAA tournament of the Patriot League, you got to win the tournament. And the, the best way to do that is prepare yourself throughout the year for the, for the end of the year. And, and I'd much rather find out what we need to work on early than be shocked by something that comes up in February that we weren't ready for and have the chance to work on it all year and get better at it so we can be at our best at the end. But I think the biggest challenge just is that every game out there, I think we've got a chance to win, but we've got to understand that there aren't going to be any games that we show up and just and just win. We're going to have to play well every game to win or else we're going to get beat. And getting, getting back to some of the guys returning this year, one of them is Andrew Funk, who had a lot of big shots for you guys, a lot of big key minutes for you guys off the bench, late in games, especially down the stretch. He got into the playoff run there. What have you seen from him so far, and can he continue to be that guy to maybe continue to work his way up? Well, I hope so. We recruited him because we thought he was very talented and nothing that he did last year changed our opinion of it. I think that one of the things that's different with our team than a lot of other teams is that We've been good because we have a lot of depth and we have a lot of experience, and so it's harder for at times for some of our guys to crack the lineup. But he certainly 
or the opportunity to play last year and, and when when we needed him he played well and I thought you mentioned down the stretch he had some big games for us so you take the game last senior day against Army we don't win without him um, at Lafayette we don't win without him so um, I expect he'll continue to improve he's, he's gotten he's put on about 20 pounds so he's stronger he's about 6'5 is a guy that can play any one of the one two or three so he's a versatile player and he can really score in a number of ways and he can guard and he's smart and he's turning into a good leader so I think his future's future very bright. And as you get ready for uh, the first set of games coming up here, um, what are some things you want to see the team kind of work on, especially from what you look at what happened to you guys during the end of last year? Well, I think that there's a couple things that, that we need to focus on. Um, in, in general, we need to plan selfishly. Um, we need to play together. We need to play with purpose. But the thing we're really talking to our guys about right now is we got to have an urgency every time we go out there. That's got to be in practice because if you don't do it in practice, it's not going to carry over the games. We want to be urgent in everything we want to do. We want to play physical. We don't want to be dirty. We don't want to be cheap. We want to be a physical team that you that you feel us and know when you're when you're done playing the Bison because it hurts a little bit. Like I said, we want to play with purpose. We want to to make the right plays. We want to share the ball and just make sure we get a good shot every time down. Any freshmen or any newcomers kind of st been standing out so far in the preseason practices? Well, I think everyone you can go across the roster. Everyone at some point has had their day, um, and that's that's the great thing about it is that when you have a, a group of 14 guys that they can all play, um, they're going to be able to push each other day in day out, and and over time we'll figure out who gives us the best chance, and they'll be the ones that play the most. And as you as you get ready for the season, coach, you mentioned some of the guys that you've lost, but some of the guys you are getting back, and maybe you've seen some guys that you're going to be gaining. Um, what'll be what's what's kind of the feel for this team as you get ready to hit the court for the beginning of this year so far? Well, I think we're still kind of feeling ourselves out a little bit, and that's that's not unusual. It usually takes about a third of the year to kind of finally figure out what you what your really your real strengths that we can start. You got an idea now, but it kind of plays itself out as you get into games and things like that. But I think the things that stand out to me is that we have we have skill. We have a good skill level. Um, we have versatility, um, and we have a lot of guys that can make plays as long as we just keep it simple and trust each other. That's head coach Nathan Davis joining us here as the Bucknell Bison get ready for the 2019-2020 season coming up on November 5th, and then they open up at home later that weekend, and we're looking forward to another good season of Bucknell Bison basketball. All right, Matt, that's the men's side of the story. Now let's get to the women's side of the story in Bucknell basketball. She's one of our all-time favorites. Great basketball player, even better person, going into the West Branch Hall of Fame. Congratulations to her. But she's going to be in a number of Halls of Fame before she's all done with her career. And she might end up being, I think, a Hall of Fame coach. The assistant coach for uh, women's basketball Bucknell is Kelly Mazzani. And Matt had a chance to catch up with her. Thanks, Steve. I'm here with first-year assistant coach for the Bucknell women's basketball team, Kelly Mazanti. Kelly, thanks so much for joining us. How great does it feel to be back here in your home area to be coaching for a great program here at Bucknell? It's actually, it's been such a wonderful transition. Um, you know, I was talking to some of the other people here, and within 48 hours, uh, Coach Woodruff got the, the job, and we spoke, and it was just a no-brainer, um, a good fit, both you know, basketball-wise and being close to home. So I'm very excited. And this has been a program that's obviously won league titles two of the last three years, coming off another NCAA appearance this this past season. So what was the kind of the attraction to come back here to Bucknell? I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, I think we've, you know, my five years at IUP, were, we were successful. Obviously, Coach Woodruff, his success at Scranton. So we're trying to pick up exactly where the other staff left off. And looking back at your time at Penn State, of course, obviously a lot of memorable accolades with that, of course, with the, the Elite Eight run, too. What are some moments that you look back at, at that and kind of remember from your career there? Yeah, there are definitely some of my favorite memories. I, I think 
as I get older, they, st they still seem as fresh. Um, just phenomenal time there, and, and we're hoping that we can make it some kind of run like that here as well. You'll get everything that you did individually there and, and what you accomplished as a team with, with the Nittany Lions. What do you think was the main key to your success through those times? I think we had phenomenal coaches and we had a team that just cared for each other and played for each other um, you know the kids always joke coach Mazzana did you ever pass like you scored all the points no we had we had really four 1,000 point scores in our starting five and we just had a group that believed in each other and I think that's key to success so when you look back at those times you had at Penn State of course you had some good times at, over at Montoursville High School here as well um, you look back at what you've done in your WNBA career and what was kind of your key when you went into your first time at IUP as an assistant coach and now bringing those, some of those experiences here to Bucknell? Well, you know, I didn't realize how much went on the coaching side until I was actually in it. So I would call um, my assistant coach at, at Penn State and I, I thanked her. I said, Annie, I didn't realize how much went into it. So I think my five years at, at IUP under the tutelage of Tom McConnell were just instrumental in, in getting my feet wet, understanding what it takes. And so I'm ready for this transition at Bucknell. You add what you did at IUP and now you move up to back up to Division One. I, I really should say since you played on the Division One level. Do you think your experiences as a player can help you kind of interact with the players now and hopefully lead them to be successful? I do. I think um, having gone through everything they could possibly go through, good and bad, as, as a player, I think those experiences can help them get through certain things that they're going to go through. Um, so I'm always here to listen and, and coach and whatever they need, you know, just try to be there and, for them. Does this kind of help you, A, you're back in your home area, but B, you also have a first-year coach in Trevor Woodruff who's been very successful and is actually from the same region too? It's Yeah, I think for a transition to a new job, we're all new. This is all new for us, um, so we're kind of going through it together, and I think that's bringing us closer together as a staff. Going back to your time in Montoursville, of course you had a ton of accolades up there. What are some top memories from there and any chance that you might – Want to go back there and check out and see your old alma mater? I have gone back to a couple a couple games. Um, you know, just just thinking about those two years where we went to the state championship game undefeated two years in a row with our coach Brian Stuger and some of my best friends even to this day. So to to be able to do that, I I'm still salty about losing to Blackhawk both times. Um, I've not gotten over that, but I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping I will eventually. <laughs> And my final question for you, um, early thoughts on and expectations of what you've seen from the team so far here in the preseason and what you could expect to see this year under Trevor Woodruff? Yeah, I think you're going to see, you know, a very, very solid team, both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, the kids have bought in. We're excited about it. So you're going to see some good basketball. And that is first-year assistant coach for the Bucknell women's basketball team, Kelly Mazzanti, of course. Big-time Penn State women's basketball player and also at Montoursville High School. She's back in her home area, ready to coach the Bison as they get ready for the 2019-2020 season. Kelly, thanks so much for joining us, and good luck this season, and welcome back home. Thank you very much. And we'll send it back to you, Steve. Bucknell so lucky to have her, Kelly Mazzini. We'll come back next half hour. We'll hear from Neil Riddell here on News Radio 1070 WKOK.